There we go. <laughs> My volume is so loud that it was so loud when you laugh. Because <laughs> you were like, there you go. We're back wow. with another podcast of the Two Halves Podcast. That I'll was bad. Back. That was a bad sentence. I said we're back with another podcast of the Two Halves Two Halves Podcast. How many Two Halves podcasts can Two Halves create in a half a podcast? Your main host Anthony and my co-host. <laughs> uh, co-host, would you like to say your name? I'm so highly offended right now. I'm so offended because it's always Anthony and Michelle. You come first, and then me. Or you're now the host, and I'm the co-host. Or oh. you know, it's your turn first. Hey, I'm I'm gonna do this first, and then you can do it. Or hey, I, I'm gonna take the first bite, then you can take the bite. Like what? What the heck? What is this? I am just messing around. The funny thing is that I don't even think that you can mess around because the truth has been unveiled. Your truth. Everyone has a different truth. I guess. How is this weather? It's it. Well, it was raining all day today. It's been raining for the past couple of days, and it's is this supposed to rain tomorrow? I don't know. It's been raining for like two days. We live in Southern California. If anything, it's rained for an accumulative twenty-four hours. Yeah, but like we we don't get yeah we don't get this type of rain. So like people start driving crazy. Like no one knows how to drive in the rain in Southern California. You know. Knock on wood, I haven't had to drive on the freeway. Not quite. Yet. Well, the the main problem with California now, like I I actually know this, but. Uh, I've dealt with snow, snow before, but like the main problem with Southern California is like our weather's so good, not too many people like check their tires and like the tread on their tires. So, like, they have like really old tires on, but it's you know, it's fine because the weather's so good, it's not gonna really affect their driving. But once it becomes slick on the roads, those tires are just gonna slip. Mm, yeah, no, that's like that, that's the truth. <laughs> Is it the truth because you say it's the truth? It's my truth. Of course. And everything that Anthony says is always right. It's no. always... I literally just said everyone has their own truth. Yeah, but everything you say is always supposed to be right, so it's fine. Right? I'm not going to answer that one. That's going to be in trouble. But... um <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone like everyone freaks out when it rains here you know like it's it's practically anytime it rains in southern california it's like a snow day everywhere else you know what i mean like everyone gets excited everyone's like oh i want that hot cocoa i want to be in blankets and and sweaters and <laughs> you feel like that too right don't you well personally i think everyone because it gets dark and gloomy so everyone gets in that like mood what was it the other day or like Wednesday when it started when it started to rain and I was driving home from your house first off I slept all morning and then I got home 
and I made myself lunch and then I went back to sleep and I didn't have work till four. So I literally slept until three o'clock because it was so dark and gloomy and rainy and I didn't want to get up for work at all. And it was so cold or like Southern California cold. Cold, yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to be wrapped up in blankets all day. So you understand that feeling? I guess. Yeah, for me, like that day, on like on that first Wednesday when it started raining, when I had classes, it, it was so empty. Like, I, I, you can tell how many people like stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, around this time of year too, a lot of students are going through like finals. That is true. So it's like if they don't need to go to a class because either they're fine with um, the grade they have or they need to go study for a different class, or, mm-hmm. you know, or all hope is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, you can't even take the W anymore. Like, you know, you're just failing the class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That happened to one of my lab partners. He's like, I was like, I asked him how he did on his lab final exam, and he's like, I don't care. I'm failing the lecture anyways. Oh, that sucks. That's the worst part about lab and lecture. Like, you could do so well in either or, but then if you fail one of them, you fail the entire course. So then you almost spent 16 weeks doing completely nothing. Yeah. All to just fail. I hate school. It's it's not for everyone, you know, school. I mean, especially the the college system is definitely not for everyone. Not everyone in their certain like whatever you want to do in life you don't always have to go through school like if you want to run your own business businesses are learned through trial and error like anyone will tell you that i think elon musk has like a really good quote of like saying like harvard's great or something like that but he never went to harvard and he has people working for him that has graduated from harvard so like what has harvard really done for them Going to like schools like that just puts you into the position. You gotta, you know, it's it, you know, very. I, I don't even want to go into this. No, I don't even think you want to go into it because you lost me when you said business. So, <laughs> well, I, I well, the argument what I was saying was like, depending on what you want to do in your life, is the route you should do, the route you should take. Um, like, I think there's like a, I was reading an article or listening to some podcasts. Like, there's a big gap in the people that that um control the cranes you know the like the big ass crane uh cranes that like build skyscrapers and everything like that mm-hmm. there's a really big demand for those for those people that operate that and it, it takes like literally like six months to get like be a, like a technician or something like that on one of those um but there's no one doing that but it's like it pays like six figures, but no one's realizing that there's these other opportunities. They all need to go to the majority of people think they need to go to college. But that's that's all I'm saying. There's there's other ways and other opportunities for everyone. Hold that thought. I'm going to go be a crane operator. <laughs> <laughs> but I think towards the end of the year, too, this is where a lot of people start to realize that an entire year has gone by and evaluate you know <laughs> yeah you totally self-evaluate but then, yeah, like... and then you explore all these things like how you're saying oh you read this article that you know crane operator operators are like in demand or you know x y or z is in demand and you realize that 
you know, you spent an entire year like wanting, wishing, hoping to do something, but there's still so much opportunity out there. So then you kind of plan for, well, what the hell am I going to do next year? What the hell am I going to do now to like get to where I want to be or not feel this way again or to move forward? Yeah, that's the hardest part for most people is like, how do you move forward? And like, I think for like a lot of people, they struggle with literally just taking that first step. No one takes the first step. Everyone like procrastinates the first step, um, either because they're f- like they're afraid to fail, self doubt, uh, you know, a number of reasons. No one takes that first step, especially like come January f- like first. Everyone's gonna start to do like their New Year's resolution, and this is what I'm do this year. But most of the time, no one really, no one really accomplishes their New Year resolution. There is like that small one percent that will. But uh, like a lot of people struggle taking that first step. And it's this time of year, December, that people like look at themselves and like, they're like, wow, it's been a whole year. Like, I still think about that, too. I'm like, wow, it's been a year. Yeah. The year has gone by so fast. I thought Halloween was just yesterday. I feel like specifically this year, 2018, I've done that. I've done that so much. No, but can you think next year's are going to be already 2019? That's crazy. Like, I still get sometimes, like, I'm like, wow. Like, I remember, like, 2013, like, it was, like, yesterday. I don't. I don't want to remember 2013 like it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's crazy because every year brings on something different. And for me specifically, 2018 was a year where I constantly kept, like, rewinding. Like, what was I doing November last year what was I doing October last year what was I doing September last year and the revolution or like the full circle of what this year has brought or where I am right now is so weird because like when I think about it it's it's just mind-blowing like it's crazy to think what I was doing compared to what I am doing now or what's going on in my life now yeah your goals I don't I think 2018 for me was not about goals. It was just about like self growth almost. Like what I needed to do for Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Not I want to. Well, I, well, wouldn't you view that as a goal? Um, like to learn to love yourself. That's like a big thing no one, not a lot of people do. I think I've always loved myself. <laughs> not in like a. <laughs> no, no, it's like, what? No. wow, I'm amazing <laughs> in a narcissistic way. But I remember when I was a part of youth group, so when I was like heavily involved with church, I think I've told you this story before. And no, I don't think um, I was a I was a youth leader for about three, almost four years. And we had a group of kids and we were in a huge hall, so there must have been like. I don't know, 50, 60 kids plus their parents that night. And it was just a huge, like, panel. It was, like, asking, like, the youth leaders, like, what we've done, what our journeys have been, like, our challenges, like, our opportunities, like, anything that you can kind of think of. But specifically that night, each youth leader had to tell the audience three things that they loved about, like, their life or, like, loved, I don't know, like, loved about their life or what they loved. And... I remember everyone like stood up and we all went down a line and it was always like, I love God. I love family. I love my friends. Or I love, you know, I love my friends. I love my family. Like I love um, having a roof over my head or just those, those like very generic things that 
people kind of always say when they're asked what do they love and then I remember I was like kind of near the end and it was like my turn and it like and every time someone stood up it was the question was what do you love like it was it was very repetitive so it wasn't just like everyone just answered it it was it was asked and I remember I got up and um my like youth pastor was like okay Michelle like what do you love and I was like I love myself I love my family and I love my friends and everyone like I remember everyone just kind of paused and then uh, my youth pastor was kind of like well I've never heard anyone ever say that they love themselves because that's like the hardest thing that people like are challenged to and a lot of hardship that people like come across because people don't often say that they love themselves like there's always flaws that or against them or there's always um you know negative downfalls or there's always like challenges that people are faced with where they like don't think they equate to like who they are what they are so for me I don't think that was an issue or like something I was striving towards in 2018 like and I don't think for me at all like I I can't say that I've like I just automatically knew what self-love was like it did take a lot of time but there was like a turning point in my life where I like realized that like what self-love what self-love like is and like what it what it does yeah what it meant and like what it does for a person and I think up until that point where I finally knew where it was like that's never really been an issue for me like even at my lowest or even when I'm feeling down or even when I have like really bad days like don't get me wrong like I have days where I feel awful about myself or where I just feel very down or very kind of pessimistic about the things that are going on but never do I doubt like almost like the confidence I have in myself like I don't let anyone take that away from me because like that's what I'm most proud of because that's what I built like, and that's who I am. Not in a way where I think, like, I'm the shit. <laughs> and, you know, I'm better than everyone else, but I have this level of respect for myself where I know what my limits are, what I can take, what I can do, like, what, how far I can stretch myself as a person for not only myself, but other people around me. So I can't say that 2018 was a year of self-love. It was just more of self-growth. Like, knowing those limits knowing what I needed, knowing what I deserve, knowing what deserved me. Wow. <laughs> and kind of just growing into that because a lot of cool things happened for me in 2018. And I don't think I expected any of that. Now, could I say like, oh, I, you know, made this amount of money or I did this or I did that or X, Y, or Z. Like, I can't say that I was accomplished in that way. But myself as a person, I don't think of been as like happy or content with like who I am in my own skin so now like moving forward like I'm excited because knowing how my confidence can truly like portray and like almost evangelize itself like I know now I can set these goals for 2019 and hopefully you know come next year when we're doing a December feels for a 2019 podcast like (laughs) it'll be a cool thing to look back on because it's it's gonna it'll come full circle again like what did I accomplish like did I accomplish you know maybe finding a new job maybe you know finding a different career finishing school or you know transferring or whatever like whatever 2019 is like going to bring on for me I think it'll be super awesome to to kind of see well yeah I think a lot of people they struggle with that aspect of what you were saying of like 
not being cocky, but knowing like what your worth is. I think a lot of people underestimate themselves. And I think December is like a weird time because obviously it's a lot of joy because it's the holidays, but they're also like thinking like, what did I do this year? Like, what have I done? And a lot of people underestimate themselves and they, they're too worried on like the big picture and they don't realize the small things they've done this year to set themselves up for maybe next year or whatever the big, the big picture they want to do is uh, it takes, you know, one step at a time. Yeah. I think I'm so guilty of that. I, I mean, you know this. I know. I I 100% know this. I have all these ideas in my head and I think that there's never any time in the world. And I think that there's always a deadline and things always need to be done. And that's such, that's such a, negative downside to being you, a planner you stress because, over this so bad yeah that is like i'm my worst own enemy when it comes to this stuff because i i'm a planner so i have a plan and i want to execute it and i know that if i see kind of gray area in the plan then i freak out it's a total freak out and then i'm up to like four in the morning thinking about everything that's going wrong or everything that i'm doing wrong that's and then so trying to that, figure like, out it's weird that you have, like, you're, you know your worth, but then you also freak out about, like, gray area where you're, like, maybe what – I don't even know what type of weird psychological <laughs> <laughs> process that is of, like, you know your own, but then you don't – I don't even know. I feel like because I'm an imperfect perfectionist, Almost mm-hmm. like organized chaos. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person where uh, my room's going to be, you know, like, lickety-split clean or my car's going to be lickety-split clean or, like, but when I have one thing organized and planned, that one thing, that one little speck of, like, what I want is going to go very smoothly mm-hmm. and it's going to get done. Whereas everything else in my life could be a little bit of a mess or a little bit of a chaos but until I get to that next step, then that spot is going to be absolutely clean. So it's kind of like I focus, I have all these plans and I have all these ideas kind of just aerating in my brain. And then when I pinpoint which one I want to focus on, then I'm going straight for the bullseye. But then when I start like darting each one and I'm taking on like 20,000 at a time, then that's when I start overwhelming myself because I'm like, oh my God, wait, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> well, like, let's slow down. Like, I know I can do it, but then I start thinking like, okay, like Michelle, like what can I do to stay on track? Or like, what can I do to be better? Or what can I do to accomplish this or make this better or make this other person better? Or how can I, you know, I just have all these questions just going through my head. And then next thing you know, it's either it's a failure or it's a, su- a success. Do you ever feel like, I think one of my biggest fears is like one day you'll be stuck in a rut. You know what I mean? Like doing the same thing or the same cycle. Yes. Do you ever have that fear? I feel like I hit that rut a, a good like twice a year. Yeah. We, and then like sometimes like, uh, like I've hit that rut too. Like I've hit ruts. But like I mean like a rut that you don't think you can get out of that's what like one of my biggest fears is like i I hit a rut that i can't because i i obviously i think almost everyone's gonna hit a rut like they're just gonna do the same stuff every single day like and then then you kind of like realize you're in a rut and then you like get yourself out of a rut uh i don't think that's ever been a fear of mine because 
what do you call it when like you're very adapt like you can adapt well I feel like I'm really adaptable when it comes to change like I'm easy like I'm what is it like resilient yeah that's the word yeah like you're res- re- right resilient well, resilient no uh resilience is more of a thing I don't know how you're trying to use it, but resilient is more like a never give up type thing no that's not the word I'm looking for well and like I feel like I can easily adapt to change yeah like yeah. so when cha- when change I think I talked about this in one of my blog like earlier you're, blog posts you're, you're like a chameleon <laughs> no yeah like it's I'm like I'm I'm a quick or, learner. Or an octopus. Have you seen octopus in the, in the Ew, sea? That's no, gross. they're so cool. If there is an animal that is an alien or came from a different world, it's a freaking octopus. Have you seen those things? They are crazy. They can get through the tiniest little holes and like they're freaking huge and fat, but they can they can squeeze their body through a little hole and then they can go in the sand and then change the color of the sand. It's super cool. But keep going. I think I'd rather be a chameleon than an octopus. But we'll just go. They're smart too. They're really smart. I think I'd go with chameleon. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> you were like describing how you can change. I oh, oh yeah, change. So I don't think I don't know. I don't remember what I was saying at all. You're saying your resilience to change. Mm-mm, no. But that wasn't the right word you were looking for. No, it wasn't. I think we really we all know that I can't stay on a topic more than two minutes. It's just like on to the next one. <laughs> next, what's the next? Oh my god, Michelle is, has the shortest attention span. We can't watch a freaking like twenty minute video on YouTube because <laughs> then she's like she wants to move on to something else. We she hates watching movies. We can't watch a movie because she gets bored. No, it's yeah, it's literally I get bored or I'll fall asleep. Like my attention span is slim to none. This is why I I I don't succeed in a lot of things, but this is how I succeed in other things because I'm I'm just on the go all the time. Like I can constantly be doing fifty thousand things in one day, yet I can't stick to one task the entire day. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I can't be restricted to a desk job either, because I would die sitting there for eight and a half hours. Like I don't know what I would do. I'd probably take nine lunch breaks to get through my day. <laughs> you 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 pick up smoking just so you can go outside to smoke. Yeah. Oh my god, no, never that. But you just have a cigar. You just. <laughs> yeah, I have the shortest attention span. Sometimes, yeah. Then I think about it. I'm like, how did I get through an entire year doing the things I did? Because, Lord knows, I I don't even have the attention span. You know how hard it is for me to sit here for. 45 minutes to an hour to record a podcast like i have to be fidgeting with something what if something's wow. wrong with me i you just have <laughs> there probably there might be who knows i mean everyone's wired different so it's yeah sometimes like i feel like i don't think like other people do not like not like i'm like weird or, or different i just think like 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 you have that atten- attention span thing but like sometimes like i think and you know this about me too i like my mindset is always like there's someone in the world that has it worse than me or like, you know, like I don't really have like a real problem. Like if, you know, like something's going wrong, sometimes I just think I'm like, someone has it worse than me. Like, what am I complaining about? Do you think that's weird? I just think I feel like I think and like process things differently. I don't really like give people pity too, which is weird. Like I always, I've, I've had that like run through my life for like, I know someone's coming to me to like, for me to like feel sympathy for them and i like 
I don't really feel sympathy for them. I think this is something that, like, between you and I, this is where we've been getting into those little fights. Because (laughs) I'm the type of person where I, I don't, I don't necessarily complain, I don't complain, but I get to a point where I bottle everything up. And see, there's a couple of differences, though, like, and we had this discussion yesterday. I, there's the type of, like, everyone needs to vent. Everyone needs to, or unless that, you know, and if you don't vent, then, like, the pressure will just continue to build, like, if you bottle things up. And, like, I don't, you can always vent to me because, like, that's totally different than, like, actually complaining. Like, when someone's like, oh, like, I, like my life's doing, like, going this way and this way, like, and inside, like, that's that's when I'm like, what do you, like, you have control of your life. Like, come on, like, don't come to me. No, for for sure. I thousand percent agree with you. Like you, you venting about like a bad day is totally different. But that's the thing though, because I know how you are and your perception of like your perception of like pain and bad days and like shitty experiences is like totally different just based off like certain like life experiences. So when I like when I know I'm having a bad day or I know I want to complain about something or I know like I want to just not do anything like when I just want to be a bum and just lay in bed all day like I know that you're you're not going to be down for it like you're not the type of person that's just gonna like kind of close off the world for a day or kind of just negate everything that that needs to be done because that that is your personality Mm mm-hmm but that's why we've been getting into those little fights lately because I don't say anything because I know that you are the type of person that doesn't like you don't like you don't get pity like you're not you're not empathetic at all. There's, like, oh, there's a difference. No, I don't want to no, say I'm like no, some sort of robot. No, 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 no. You're not a robot, and you're not you're like not an evil person. But you you are a tough love type of person. Where it's like, come on, like get it together type of deal. Yeah, <laughs> we we totally have gotten like little yes. arguments, little spats about that. Yes, and that's why I don't. Sometimes I just don't say anything. And no, I'm like, I, don't, I don't want you to not do that. Like you, no, vent, no. you vented to me yesterday, and I like that. Okay, yeah, you but... you weren't going like, oh my god, like my life sucks. I like I have this, you know, certain thing and. You weren't doing that. You were just talking to me about your bad day. Everyone has bad days and you're fine mm-hmm. to do that. I know, but I just, I, because I know you and I know like how you are. So I just, sometimes I don't feel like my bad days can equate to a bad day. But yesterday was like a really bad day. But even then, I just, I don't know. But that's totally why we've been getting into the little fights all the time because it's the way, like you are the way you are. You're just a soulless person. Oh, no. It's, <laughs> the truth hurts. Yeah. Everyone has their own truth, right? <laughs> <laughs> that came to bite you in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Anthony's not a soulless person. Not all the time. Half of the time. I'm just Sometimes. kidding. Yeah, right. If, I'm, if I was a soulless person, I would not have taken you to those Christmas lights. Maybe you were the Grinch. Maybe you're trying to hypnotize me. I don't know. Maybe you were trying to take over me. Isn't it weird that once a year we come together to put up lights on our houses? <laughs> I think it's weird. Well, 
I always felt like as a kid, everyone did it. And like now, it, there's like no one that does it besides like the people that like commit to it, like a whole neighborhood. Like th- there'll be houses there here and there that like decorate, but not as much. Like, I feel. I agree. I don't think the Christmas spirit as as joyful as it used to be. Well, I think my theory behind no, I don't know if it's the Christmas joy. My theory behind it is the biggest generation out there right now is the baby boomers. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. I don't know the, those and, weird statistics like you do. And and the baby boomers are all you know they're they're at an age where they stop decorating. You know who the next biggest generation is? Who? The millennials. So with the millennials, I feel like once we start to get houses, we'll start to redecorate for Christmas. There's just a gap in society right now. Yeah, like I and I guess behind, like the generation after the millennials is like cut in half or something like that. Like there's like half of <laughs> right now. There's like half of those kids. Like, like we're a pretty big, the ba- the baby boomers and the like the millennials are like a big generation. Yeah. But I feel like once 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 we are able to buy our first house and like start living on our own places, that's when people will start to you know we'll see the lights go back up just a drone shot of the entire United States and everything just starts getting lit up again. Watch, yeah. Give it five years. Really? Yeah. In five years, we're going to be Heed my words. years old. Heed my words. Give it five to eight years. Heed my words, everyone. So when we're tw- like 27, 28, I'm going to remember this this podcast. And if our house doesn't have Christmas lights outside... Just know you're going to have the repercussions of not putting up Christmas lights. Oh, man. When we get our first house, like, we're going to do the whole thing. Who's Christmas we? lights, tree. Who's we? Um, me and myself. <laughs> this is kidding. You're going to have three stockings on your chimney. It's going to say me, myself, and I. <laughs> Self-love. You need it. <laughs> Self-love. We all need it. We all can obtain it. It's there. Go after it. <laughs> were you ever the type of family that did like the train underneath underneath the tree no i was not your typical caucasian family <laughs> <laughs> i do remember though a very fond memory that i have when my family used to live in brea we had a really cool two-story house and every year for the amount of time that we had lived there when my my little sisters got old enough um, I remember we had like a huge living room and like our stairway was really cool because like coming from upstairs, our stairs split in half. So if you went one way, it went to the living room. If you went the other way, it went to the kitchen. Oh, it was weird. a very, yeah. So it was a very cool setup, which made the house seem a lot cooler than most houses I'd like to say. And we had like recess lighting. So there's like huge like lights in the ceiling and everything like that. Um, it was a very like open living room. So like maybe the weekend after Thanksgiving, um, we always decorated. So like we would turn on like the like the TV, like you know, music choice, like on demand Christmas station, and then we would like decorate the house and we would bake cookies and like we would light like Christmas candles. 
and my sisters and I would spend like all day just decorating and like we decorate we would go and get the tree and then we decorate the tree and then the chimney and then we would decorate the stairs and put lights around all the house and then it was really cool because my mom got these like really big ornaments that would like slip into the recess lighting so ornaments would hang from the ceiling it was very like festive very in the Christmas spirit and then like specifically for me I always put like Christmas lights up in my own room and I like always had candles lit and it was super cool and that was something that my sisters and I always looked forward to and like that's something that we haven't experienced in you know for I feel like almost five years now yeah it freaking uh I don't, I don't know why I said freaking but um <laughs> For, like, me, like, it was always, like, we used to go to my grandma's all the time, and, like, we would leave, like, Christmas Eve, we would leave, like, we would make cookies, obviously, for Santa, and then we would do um, Rice Krispie cereal in a bowl Mm -hmm. for, like, the reindeer. Yeah. I don't, is that a thing for other families? Uh... I, like, I don't know why. We did that all the time. It was always Rice Krispies, like, the cereal in a bowl for the reindeer to eat. I feel like every every family has their own tradition. I don't think my family or like my parents were ever big on the reindeer. It was always just Santa. Well, um, and then what else would we do? My grandma used to put up candy canes on her tree too, mm-hmm. and and most of the time it was always blue. That's like that's like the iconic tree I remember at least. It's like a blue can like candy canes all over the tree. Yeah. And then <laughs> every time we used to go over, like I would always grab one so I can like eat it. Um what else and then see like that's what that's what i want one day because everyone used to go to my grandma's for the morning of like she used to have all like the grandkids and she does and she still does she has like all her like the grandkids stockings on like the stairway um that's cool yeah so it's like 10 stockings on the stairway and you just like christmas morning you just go cut off your your stocking and then you know but, like, that's, like, one day, like, that's kind of thing, that's the type of thing, like, I want. I want, like, to be the house that everyone goes to for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yeah. I feel like my family, like, my mom and dad, we ne- we never made it to gifts on Christmas Day. Like, we would beg my parents all the time to open them up Christmas Eve. So we would never have anything to open up Christmas Day. Uh, yeah, we used to do, like, one present on Christmas Eve. Mm, yeah, no. My sisters and I would always be brats, and we'd want to open everything up on Christmas Eve. It would start off as, okay, let's open up one gift, and then it slowly just trickled into, oh, let's just open everything else on Christmas <laughs> morning. And I remember, too, Christmas morning, because we opened everything up Christmas Eve. Like, we would just wake up in the morning, and we would like, spend the morning in, like, my parents' room, and we would kind of just have one of those, like, family moments where we're just, I don't know, like, those December feels, I guess, just kind of talking and conversation that you don't really remember, but seems so significant or joyful in the moment. And those are like the moments that I don't think like you can, you can never get back. Like that, that feeling that like, I don't know, that like Christmas cheer, I guess, or just that feeling of feeling, you almost feel like wholesome, I guess. Like you just feel whole. Those are like some of my favorite Christmas memories. That's that's yeah. That's like one of the Christmas is always one of those times where like it's hard in life to have everything feel perfect, and like Christmas usually brings along that like like you're just there's like one moment that you kind of feel like like everything is perfect. That's hard in life. Yeah, 
What for me it was it used to be so hard to like fall asleep on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It used to be so hard. Well, I remember for me, I mean, I talked about this last time and like I forgot which podcast, but both of my sisters were our Christmas oh, yeah. babies. Yeah. So my littlest sister was born the day before Christmas Eve, so the twenty third, and then my middle sister was born the day after Christmas, so the twenty sixth. So those two specific years. Uh, it was so difficult for me to sleep because my parents were in the hospital and I was alone. Well, I wasn't alone. I was obviously with family, but it just kind of sucked because yeah, I didn't like you say you were a brat or something like that. Yeah. When, um, dang, who was it? I think it was when my littlest sister was born. Um, yeah, it was when she was born. I remember, because the way we used to do it, we used to do Christmas Eve with my dad's side of the family, and then we did Christmas Day with my mom's side of the family. So I remember at the time, my dad's little sister was living with us. So we did Christmas Eve at our house like we usually do, but of course my parents weren't there. So everything was ran by my two aunts, and like that uh, was not... If I could have chose like the game plan for that, that's not the game plan I would have chose. Um, so I just remember I threw the biggest tantrum known to life. I considered, I literally said it was the worst Christmas ever (laughs) and it was just awful. Like I did not have a good time. I remember they had to take me to my other aunt's house on like my mom's side because they didn't know what to do with me because I was just so upset that, you know, it was Christmas. I like didn't have my mom or dad and like, it was just like it was so funny. Like and I look back on it now, and I think it's the funniest temper tantrum that I've ever thrown because, like, I was never a temper tantrum type of kid. Mm-hmm. But that specific night, like, oh boy, best believe I was just awful. What's like iconic Christmas movies you guys used to play, or did you, did you guys? I think your dad's a big Christmas. I mean, not Christmas, but a uh, movie guy. So like, yeah, my dad's a big movie guy, but we never really. Like, watch Christmas movies. No. It, I think for my family, it was all about Christmas music. Me and my sister were literally just talking, like, oh, what what movies are we going to play on Christmas? And then, like, she was like, oh, we have to play Elf, Polar Express. And then she's like, oh, what's, like, the third movie we could play? And then I was like, the Christmas story, duh, like, the most iconic Christmas movie. If anyone's never watched the Christmas story... You need to watch it on Christmas. It's the most iconic Christmas story ever. Or, I mean, I Christmas think, movie ever. I don't think I've ever watched a Christmas story. No? Oh, my God. It's such a good movie. Like, it's, like, it's iconic. It's, like, it's old. I think it was, like, made in the... It, ha- it had to been, like, er- late 80s, early 90s. Like, the kid, the main character is a kid. And, like, he's t- he's, like, telling... But he's grown up. Like, the narrative, like, he's talking over. Like, so he's, like, narrating the story as an adult but it's him as a kid um all he wanted was like this red rifle bb gun for christmas and then like the big thing was like everyone's like you'll shoot your eye out and then he gets it and then he shoots his eye his eye out and then like there's another scene where like the the kid sticks his tongue on the pole and it gets stuck and frozen and everyone leaves the school and the kid's out there stuck out there like with his tongue on the pole it's such a good christmas movie (laughs) I don't even think I've seen Elf all the way through. Oh my god, that's a great Christmas movie. I think I've barely seen Polar Express all the way through, too. I'm not a big Polar Express person. It's like, okay, to me. 
Yeah, but that yeah, that was never a tradition for us to like sit around and watch Christmas movies. I would say my like out of my immediate family, like my mom, my dad, my two sisters and me, I'm probably the worst when it comes to wanting to watch movies. Like mm-hmm. even if like even if I really want to watch a movie, it'll take a lot for me to still go to the movie theaters and watch it or even sit down and watch it unless I like really, 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 really want to watch it. And then my mom would probably be second worst. But I think the only people that will enjoy going to the movies is, like, my two sisters and my dad. Mm. Like, my dad will, like, go to the movies by himself because he enjoys watching movies like that. Where I think sitting there for three hours is such a waste of time. Like, I get it. It's an art. It's a craft. It's people's hobbies. It's people's creative minds, their skills. But, like, to me, I, I, that world is not for me. Whether to be a part of or whether to enjoy it's, it's too difficult for me. <laughs> like I don't understand it. Yeah, your family was like like one of our like early in our relationship. Like one of our dates were like to the movies, and your family was like so surprised. Yeah, what did we? What did we go watch? Deadpool too. Oh my gosh! I remember you had to like drag me. Yeah. To the movies. And I remember telling, like, I think my sister, I was like, yeah, I went to go watch Deadpool 2. And she was like, you what? I was like, yeah, Deadpool 2. I remember, like, telling everyone, too, like, we went to the movies. And they were like, what? They're like, you took Michelle to the movies? Yeah, one of your, like, best friends. Like, who is it? Is it Becky that loves movies too, or no? Yeah, Becky loves movies. She was so offended when she yeah, found out. Yeah, because you guys I only went movies. like twice, right? And like ever, like since you've known her. No, Becky and I have been best friends for four years, and I've only been to the movies once with her, and that's when we went to go watch Split. <laughs> and that was what, like two years into Split, our friendship. Split is a great movie. Oh yeah, it was a really cool movie. Funny and oddly enough, it's a really good movie. It's also very creepy. So when we went to go watch it, we went to like one of those $5 movie theaters uh-huh. and it was so creepy because we, it was a pretty full like theater that night and I got stuck sitting next to this random guy and he was by himself. He must have been like almost 40, 50 years old. Ooh. Very weird. Very, like very weird. Like very, you would think that he is going to do some bad things. Oh. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable the entire movie. And I couldn't help but, like, side-eye to the right on every, yeah. like, freaky scene. Yeah, you couldn't relax. Yeah, I couldn't relax. I was very tense because of the movie, and I was very tense because, like, is this man going to stick his popcorn bag over my head, like, and kill but, me? Yeah, do you think you're inside your own head? Like, maybe you're, like, overdo- like overplaying, like, the tension you had for him? Oh, for sure. I think so. I mean, because in the end, nothing happened. But Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I still couldn't help but think, especially yeah. because of that movie. Like, you don't know what any one person is capable of, especially when you, they're a complete stranger. No, yeah, it, things happen. Like, that one, like, um, remember that Batman thing? The Batman premiere and someone shot up the theater? No. No? That was, like, a big one. This is, like, a weird guy, like, he like shot up the theater. I think he like I like I don't. This is probably totally off. But he had like he felt some sort of connection with the Joker or something weird like that. I that's probably off. But then 
when the police went to his house after because he was shot dead or something weird like that or maybe he was maybe he got put in custody i don't know i don't remember i that feel part. like you don't know this story well enough to tell no it. no this is the one thing i remember like the police went to his apartment to go investigate and this guy like he had like a little booby trap and like a grenade went off on them like as soon as they entered the the apartment interesting there there are like weird things that like just like the airport and things like that there's people that target like big crowds and big audiences is that is that a part of the december feels having to worry about going to big places no. and big group settings and grenades <laughs> and grenades and bombs are going to go off because you're just trying to enjoy some christmas lights <laughs> just remember guys everyone has it worse Everyone has it worse, but if a bomb goes off, just tell Anthony. Uh, you have a pretty worse. Yeah, you had it pretty. You had it pretty bad that year. You had it pretty bad that day. If you survived that, just make sure to come back. Leave a comment below on the Two House podcast that uh, Anthony is a soulless person and that he he cannot empathize when that happens. All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up, right? Are we? It's it's getting pretty lengthy. I guess. We can end it there. Happy holidays to everyone. And we'll be back. We took a we took a three week hiatus. There's no way that we can take another three week hiatus. No, no, I know, but like, I guess that's true. But still, happy holidays to everyone. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the holiday season. Go get that venti iced coffee with five pumps of chestnut praline and five pun- pumps of peppermint, peppermint mocha upside down turn around extra ice with a little praline little toppings on top <laughs> with, your, with your pepperidge farm gingerbread cookie yes with your pack of gingerbread cookies and um almond nog from trader joe's <sighs> and jingle jingle and jingle um, jingle I just want to take a moment to let all our um, listeners know that this podcast is sponsored by Trader Joe's and, um, you know. Yes, they're paying (laughs) us big time. We finally made it big, guys. This is the hiatus that we had three weeks hiatus. We were were dealing with the contract with Trader Joe's and we wanted to get it right to what we should get paid for. And it took a while, but we're finally back because of that. Thank you, Trader Joe's. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks thanks for being patient for us. I know it's been a while. A lot of people have been very active on wanting to listen to new podcasts. So thanks for the support, guys, because it means a lot. Yes. But... All right, guys. Make sure you like, comment, share. Uh, we're on all the big po- podcast platforms. Rate us. Give us a big thumbs up. This was mm-hmm. another Two Halves episode. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.